Well, it's so wonderful to be here with you today. Um, my name is Deborah Ann, and I'm here again with Angie, and we are here talking about Awake America 365. But even more than that, we're talking about a spiritual awakening, and we are believing for a spiritual awakening to take place here in the United States. We are desperate to see yes. God move in our churches, in our communities, in our homes, and in our families. So um, being a part of Awake of America 365 has been amazing because we've had the opportunity not only to share the gospel here with our own community but also to do it across the nation and so today we're going to talk a little bit more about that and I wanted to share from Acts chapter um, 16 starting in verse 25 and this is a story of Paul and Silas and it says um, starting in verse 25 about midnight Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the other prisoners were listening to them suddenly there was a violent earthquake that the foundation of the prison was shaken and at once all All the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. The jailer woke up and when he saw the prison doors open, he threw the sword. He drew the sword and he was about to kill himself. Um, uh, But Paul shouted out, don't harm yourself. We are all here. The jailer called for the lights, rushed in and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. And he then brought them out and asked, sir, what must I do to believe? Mm. And this story is so amazing because honestly, when we travel a lot, I think of ourselves as Paul and Silas. And it isn't easy. It isn't easy to share the gospel. It's not easy to do even what we do at home. Um, but how awesome is it, is it that we don't have to do it alone? That's right. That God gives us people in our lives that can stir each other up. Um, and I, my mom always said, walk with people wiser than you. Walk with people who love Jesus more than you. And and so I really feel like Angie, in a lot of ways, has been an answer to that prayer mm-hmm. in my life. And a lot of times when Angie and I are together, things aren't always easy. They're not easy at home, maybe That's with true. our family or with our children. Maybe when we leave on a Friday morning, it's been a really rough week, you know, at home. Because it's not just what we do um, when we're traveling, but we, we're moms. We're moms. We're wives. You know, we have responsibilities at home but yet when we go we go spiritually to stir each other up and I just love that it says that they were praying and singing hymns to God and other prisoners were listening and I just want to encourage you today we need a spiritual awakening to take place here in the United States of America and the number one way that's going to happen is that we sing hymns and that we pray no matter what our circumstances are because people are watching us people are watching to see how we respond to what's going on around us And one of the most beautiful testimonies is that when we go and we're on the airplanes together and wherever we are and whatever we're doing, we're always, always sharing the gospel. And we're always talking about how good the Lord is and everything he does in us. And so it's so cool because it says that as they did that, people were listening. And it was because of their faith. It was because of the words coming out of their mouth that shook the prison cells and that the prisoners came loose. That's what we need in America. We need our chains to be broken broken. We need to be set free. And how is that going to happen? That's going to happen through crying out to the Lord. That's going to happen as we worship God, no matter what our circumstances are. And as we go and we share our faith with those around us. And that's literally what Awake America 365 is. That's what we do. But again, it's not just what we do when we're out on the road. It's what we do every day. It's who we are. It's our testimony. 
And that's why I think being real, yeah. you know, people can sense it. They can sense us when we talk. A lot of times, even when we go to these conferences, I was just going off of what you said, like people can sense it. They're watching us. They know what's real and that's they can right. sense when something is heavenly or when something's man-made. Amen. And a lot of times when we were sh- when we we're talking to pastors at the, the conferences to get the, to tell them about Awake America right. 365, one of the things they always say we hear a lot is, well, how many's on the team? And we'll say, oh, there's like 15 to 18 people. And they'll be like, well, you guys are coming, right? Because they sense it. They can yeah. sense the realness. And they've already been attached to the spirit of God inside of us yeah. that they know something great's going to happen. You know, this world is looking desperately for real. That's right. You know, there's so much fake. There's so much false. Everything is a lie. The only thing that's truth is the gospel. That's right. And, you know, when it is becomes who we are, you know, that's the greatest testimony you have is the fact what Jesus Christ has done for you. Yes. And just be you. You know, we're that's not good. perfect. We mess up all right. the time. But when we allow the gospel to be who we are, That's right. people see that and they're so drawn to that. Mm-hmm. It's such a beautiful thing. It's funny. I We didn't plan on what we were going to talk about this morning as far as this message goes. But when she said that she thinks of us a lot as Paul and Silas, it's funny because when I think of us, when I'm reading the word, you know, all of us, when we read the word, we try to find ourselves in the scripture. And when I read the word, I often think of us as Peter and John. <laughs> and so I was reading just last week, I was reading Acts chapter four. I'm just going to read it verses uh, 13 through 18, and it says, Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men, they marveled, and they realized that these men had been with Jesus. And seeing the man who had been healed standing with them, they could say nothing against it. (laughs) But when they had commanded them to go aside out of the council, they conferred with themselves amongst each other, and they said, What shall we do with these men? For indeed, that a notable miracle has been done through them, and it's evident to all who dwell in Jerusalem, and we can't deny it. But so that this spreads no further among the people, let us severely threaten them, that from now on they can no longer speak in this name. So they called them and they commanded them not to speak or teach in the name of Jesus. But I love this. But Peter and John answered and said to them, whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you more than God, you judge. For we cannot but speak the things which we've seen and heard. And I thought about that moment when they're standing there. Like you said, you never know the attacks we've been through. A lot of times the enemy is on our tail the whole week so that it can beat us up for what for what the weekend what God has in store for the weekend. And so a lot of times we do show up Friday morning beaten up from the week ahead of time. But just like Peter and John, and I stand on this, you know, when Peter and John stood there before this the the chief priest, I imagine that they were beaten up they were bloody they were broken from being seized and the and the enemy just attacking them the soldiers attacking them and threatening them so they were a mess they were broken they were bruised but nothing could stop them from sharing what they've seen and heard but it said that they looked like they had been with Jesus. Yes. So even though we show up sometimes and even though you show up sometimes and maybe you've had a rough week, yeah. we can still look like we've been that's with Jesus. Right. That's and that's right. the key. The key is that we have been with Jesus. We're with him all the time. We know that we need him. We're desperate. There's mm-hmm. always going to be stuff in our lives. We're not going to be perfect. We're definitely going to mess it up yeah. all the time. Yeah. But as long as we've been with Jesus, yes. everything else just works itself out it really does it's that simple you know it's the simplicity of the gospel our main goal in life is to have a relationship with Jesus and that means spending time with him every day when people see you do they see Jesus that's good you know when people see us 
do we look like we've been with Jesus? That's right. And so as a Wake America 365 team, we're just the real deal. You know, we're not perfect. We make mistakes. But when people see us, they see a group of people that have been with Jesus. Right. So. And and the neat thing is there's nothing about us that's unreachable. No. You know, like they said, they, they marveled because they were uneducated, untrained men, but they saw that they'd been with Jesus, you know? <laughs> and I think that that was a great message for me. me you know, too. I'm nothing special. I'm nothing special, but I know that I qualify yes. because I've been with Jesus. And you need to know that. You qualify when you're with Jesus. You don't have to be educated. You don't have to have 14 letters behind your name because of all the schooling that you've had. Just be with Jesus. Get alone with him. Read the Bible. Let him speak to you. And then whatever comes in is what's going to go back out. That's right. You can tell when someone's been with Jesus by the way they talk, by Absolutely. the way they act. Yep. And then that's so that's what we bring every single time. And we know, we know that we can't go unless we've been with Jesus. And because we know the word of God, we know God's going to use us. We know he's going to use us because we're before him. And we empty ourselves out so that we can be full of his spirit. You know, we can't be full of the Holy Spirit if we're so full of ourselves. Every <laughs> revival that ever takes place, it always starts in prayer. Yes. And so we can't just decide that we're going to pray once in a while or when it's convenient crying out prayer literally has to be our heart cry as a nation we need to get back to our knees that's right we need to cry out for our families and when angie and i were talking earlier about us crying out for these churches you know that one of the the very first things we cry out for is our own families right. we need our families to be freed all of us our children our marriages we have to be crying out if we want to see a great move happen in our nation it's going to happen first in us that's right. and in our household and so that's really that's that's all it's going to take here in America is that as a church, as a people, if we would start crying out to the yes. Lord, crying out for our nation, for our community, for our church, God then puts himself in us. And we have no we have no uh, we have nothing to do but to share him with other That's other good. people. So it's good. And it's funny that you said, you know, we cry out for our own families. And then another neat thing is that. We need to cry out for the lost. We Amen. really, we want to see our community saved. But a lot of times we, first of all, it says less than 3% of Christians actually spend time to pray. These are believers spend yes, time to pray. Right. And when they are praying, most of the times we're praying for our own families. We're praying for our, our own needs. Oh, Lord, fill me up. Our own addictions or our own things that we want to see get us. out of us. All, yeah. It's all about us. Right, you know, right. let us feel you. Let us need you. Give me energy, whatever our prayer is. But if we got to spend time praying for the lost. Right. We'll never love somebody we don't pray for. That's right. That's right. And we'll never reach somebody that we don't love. Yeah. And who's going to pray for the lost? lost in the streets that's right you know so good. we it's do so we got to spend time praying for the lost all of us need to spend time if we want it we have to pray the change that we want to mm -hmm. see because prayer is where it's at that's right and as we cry out to the lord for the loss it's so neat how the lord will literally strategically put you in that right place at that right time to witness to someone and have just that right word in order to say to them but you know what our best testimony is what god has done in us and so I love how Angie was saying it's not about all your education. I hear all the time, I just don't know enough about the Bible. Yes, but you know what he's done in, in you. you. So that good. is the greatest testimony you have is what Christ has done in you. So 
use that every day to share that with someone else. And followed by the power of God. So Amen. you share what God's done in you yes. and follow it with the name of Jesus. In the Jesus, scripture, it Jesus. said, we can't let them speak anymore in that name. And the Paul and uh, John and Peter, they said that they can't help but speak the things they've seen and heard. It didn't say we can't help but preach the word of God. Right. It says we can't help but speak the things we've seen. Amen. So you get out there. It doesn't matter if you know the Bible or you can recite scripture from Genesis to Revelation. You speak the things you've seen and heard, like Deborah Ann said, and then follow it with what the Bible say with demonstration of power. Speak the name of Jesus. After you talk about what you've seen and heard, lay hands on the sick and just expect God to move. And he will. And he will. <laughs> expect God to give you a word, you know, for that person. And he will. Just a few weeks ago, I ministered to someone who said that they did not believe in a God. But as I was ministering to them, the Lord literally gave me a word for them. And uh, as I uh, opened my eyes from speaking the word, their eyes were as big as they could be. And they said, there's no way you could have known that. And I said, mm. no, you're right. But the one who created you does know that. And he so loves good. you so much that he brought me here today to share this with you. And that person actually received the gospel, so received good. Jesus as their Lord and their Savior. So like Angie said, we have to go expecting God to move. It's not about you. It's not about your mistakes. It's not about your failures. It's about the power of yes. God that lives in you. He lives in you. And all you have to do is step out in faith, share your testimony, believe God will show up. And you know what? He always does. Always. He always does. He loves signing his name. When you speak his name, he loves coming down and proving that it's a heavenly message and not a man-made message. If you get anything out of what we've talked about today, it's know that you are called, you are chosen to live in this day and age. Right, this Christ time. is coming back. There really is an open heaven over us right now. He's moving. It's easy to walk in the power of God and just do it. Don't sit back and wait for everything to be perfect. Like Deborah Ann said, we're not perfect, but we are seeing more miracles. I I've seen more miracles in the last three years of yeah. ministry. Why? Because I'm desperate for yes. the Lord. Amen. And I've seen it and heard it. So now yes. I know what he's capable of through vessels that are willing to be used. And so he's moving more now in my own personal life than I've ever seen him before. And I know there's nothing special about me. That's right. It's just that I'm willing. So really, the spiritual awakening is already happening. Yes. Are you going to be part of it? Yes. Are you going to step into it and believe God for the spiritual awakening in your own family, in your own lives? Because I believe, like Angie said, this is the time. God place you in this time. So we encourage you today get on your face before the Lord and believe God for miraculous things to happen as you share your faith and we're excited yes, to yes. hear uh, some testimonies yes, from share today some, share some testimonies yeah, we want to hear your input that as you allow this spiritual awakening to take place in your own heart how God used you in the miraculous so we're step excited. out in boldness yes step out in boldness from this moment forward say today I'm gonna walk in sign and wonders and after something great happens come share it with yeah, us yeah we want to know all we about it we want to hear it have a great day see you later Later.